Our growth as Christians does not primarily take place in comfortable situations. Many characters in the Bible find themselves in the wilderness right before God uses them to make a huge impact. God wants to do a mighty work in us because he wants to do a mighty work through us. God knows that we must grow through tough trials, serious testing, and difficult circumstances. It's in these places we find out God is always with us and he is working in us. Join us as we continue our series called Wilderness, Growing Off the Grid. Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor at Venture Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. And as always, so thankful that you are joining us today. We believe that wherever you are, God has you there for a reason and a purpose. And we're praying uh, for you as you are where you are. Uh, so uh, welcome back again for week three of our sermon series, um, Wilderness. I hope you've enjoyed it so far. Uh, God has something to say to us today from his word once again, and I'm excited to share it with you. We've been spending some time hopping around to different stories in scripture, all of which have something to say about the seasons of our life that we uh, would define as a wilderness season, Right. These are the times when we feel as if we're maybe all alone, or we don't really matter as much, or maybe we feel as if we're lost and we'll never be able to find our way once again. The wilderness is an important place because, as we've already mentioned in this uh, podcast series, God is often able to teach us important things about both himself and us, right? The wilderness is a space where our faith is challenged and strengthened, and even many other things. And so today, I want us to look together at the story of Elijah as we learn how to listen in the wilderness. We're going to be talking about how to listen in the wilderness. So if you have a Bible with you, man, if you could turn with me to uh, 1 Kings chapter 19, that would be great. If not, I'm going to be reading it, so you can just listen along. So here we are in this point in history uh, Elijah has just finished a challenge on Mount Carmel with some prophets of Baal, uh, a false god. Uh, after showcasing God as almighty and even killing the prophets of Baal, he fled to Mount Horab or Mount Sinai, as some people um, have know it as. Um, in some translations, it's, you know, it's one or the other. They're both the same. Uh, and he did that to escape Queen Jezebel, uh, who was trying to kill him. And if you know or read of Queen Jezebel, you know that's a bad thing, right? And while he was alone in a cave in the wilderness, uh, here's what the Bible says. 1 Kings chapter 19, starting with verse 9. He entered a cave there and spent the night. Suddenly the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of armies, but the Israelites have abandoned your covenant tore down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. 
I alone am left, and they are looking for me to take my life. Now let's pause there, because this is such a cool and unique story of God speaking to someone. Now it's important to understand the way in which God spoke to Elijah is not always the way God speaks to people. I'll give you an example. About two months ago, I was in my office working on a couple of uh, sermon series um, that uh, also podcast series because I use both of them uh, that are that were coming up. Um, I've been working on um, for obviously the end of the year and even next year. Uh, I'm pretty far uh, uh, projected out, planned out. I, I'm just that kind of guy, I guess. Uh, so anyway, uh, at this, at, there was a moment when I was prepping these. Uh, where I know I needed to move up one of the series. And that was the baggage series that we actually um, did last week or last month that I we ended up unfortunately not having a podcast for because of technical difficulties. But uh, we did have it as a sermon series on Sunday mornings. Uh, but it was originally scheduled for the next month that's coming up in October. So what I'm getting at is, um, as I'm doing this, God, through prayer and study and preparation, he really kind of spoke to me, and, and he was right, right? As he spoke to me, I, you see, I had more comments on how that series spoke to our folks uh, and how they needed to hear what was shared uh, more than I haven't had in a while with a certain series. Um, I had texts and I had emails and, and all kinds of stuff, and, you know, just sharing how God used it. And so I knew at that point, God really wanted me to move, move that series. Right. And so that's just one example of how God speaks today. There could be all kinds of different ways. Okay. But here's, here's the hard thing about God speaking. We often don't hear his voice as clear as we hear those uh, around us day to day. So we have to learn to discern the voice of the good shepherd over and above the other voices in our ears throughout the week. Right. And this leads me to my first point I want to make on how we listen in the wilderness. How do we listen in the wilderness? We have to uh, learn to discern, right? We have to learn to discern. Uh, if you were t uh, with us last week, we talked a little bit about David and how he had patience when it came to his anointing to be king of Israel. And we specifically focused some of our time together on how he had patience, right? We came to the conclusion that it was because of his time spent with God that, that he could understand God's will on a deeper level. Therefore, he was able to persevere in patience because he had a relationship with the Father. And I believe that when it comes to discerning God's voice, we have to gain intimacy with God as well. But, but before we talk about how to discern God's voice, we need to understand what discernment actually is. Well, here's how the dictionary defines it. To judge well with the goal of obtaining and maintaining spiritual guidance and understanding. Let me, let me repeat that. To judge well with the goal of obtaining and maintaining spiritual guidance and understanding. You see, discernment has to do with, sep uh, with separating different things. And in this case, we're talking about different voices. And we have to do, put those into different categories. And as we grow closer to Heavenly Father, we will learn to discern his voice and his leading. Okay, we trust the reality that Jesus shares in John chapter nine, where he says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. My sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. You see, the goal for Elijah in the wilderness is the same for many of us today 
in similar scenarios. Maybe not necessarily running for our lives, uh, but what we're looking for is guidance, right? We, th- we say things like, God, I don't know where to go next and I need your guidance. Or God, I don't know what to do next. I need your guidance, right? And what do we do when we need guidance from God? Well, I believe we must run back to his word. You see, the Bible is full of stories and principles that, that relate to any and all situations in life. We have to be committed to studying those stories, uh, reading about those principles, ultimately growing closer to God and learning to discern his voice. See, God will often speak through someone around us, uh, which makes it even more important to do discern, right? Fellowship with others is powerful. Community can be transformative. But you also need to be careful of people who mean well but may be missing the mark. And we, we touched base on this a little bit last week's podcast where I, where I talked about how, you know, when we have somebody that's giving us advice, it might not be, you know, um, wrong. Uh, it won't even be harmful, but it just isn't quite right. You just know that it's not quite um, the exact advice you need, right? It's kind of the same thing. So there have been several times, though, where God spoke to me through someone else. Uh, there have been several pastors who have given me advice. It was something I needed to hear. It was very impactful. And I was able to receive it from God because I knew the advice being given was in alignment with his word, right? So you can still hear uh, get and hear um, God through other people, okay? But here's, here's the question you have to ask yourselves. Are the things you're listening to from friends and those close to you in alignment with God's word, okay? Let me ask that again. Are the things you're listening to from friends and those close to you in alignment with God's word? You see, the more we read and understand God and his word, the easier it will be to discern which voices are pushing towards godly things rather than the things that are, you know, futile, worthless, harmful, or even destructive, right? Once we learn how to discern God's voice above the noise, we must get to the point where we can actually listen to what God has to say to us. Okay. This may not be an audible voice from the sky, right? That we hear in a cave, (laughs) right? It's, it might not work that way, but nonetheless, I believe God is speaking. And in order for us to listen, there seems to be two other requirements that we have to do on our part. Okay. So here's the second thing we need to do when it comes to listening in the wilderness. We have to be receptive, right? We have to be willing to receive what God is sharing and and talking to us about, right? So we have to be receptive. There was a long time ago, uh, not too long time ago, actually, uh, where I was talking to a boss of mine uh, because I was not a full-time pastor until about four four years ago. Um, I was telling him about a frustration I had regarding an assignment he had given me uh, to give to our um, uh, associates and stuff. And, And so I was kind of telling him what was going on, that it wasn't quite working the way he wanted it to work. You know, I was having some problems because logistically operations, all these different things, um, but it just wasn't quite melting together. Right. And so I asked him if I could share that with him. And he said, of course, come on in, sit down. And, and I sat in front of his desk and, and I began to tell him what was going on. Right. And he just, while I'm telling this is sitting there typing on his computer, just pretty much staring at the computer. And I could just tell that he was not listening to a word I said, right? I just knew it. And so um, I needed to test him to make sure, right? And so at some point talking to him, I just kind of slipped in and said, 
hey, by the way, somebody called and said your wife had died today, you know, so just letting you know, and, and kind of spoke on and said a couple more things. And he said, I quote, sounds like it was a bad day, <laughs> right? Like it was a bad day for me. You didn't hear a single word I said, obviously. Okay. So maybe this is you, maybe, you know, someone that is always like this. Okay. But either way, I think we have a tendency to do this kind of thing with God sometimes. We say we are listening, but we are so preoccupied by different things in our life that we simply cannot hear clearly. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. The Bible actually tells us to lay aside everything that hinders us, right? Because God knows that there are certain things that will keep us from pursuing him. They, these things will slow us down in life, right? And maybe for you, one of the things that has been keeping you from fully chasing after God, especially in seasons of wilderness, is the ability to actually listen for his leading, and in the story of Elijah, part of his learning how to listen and receive God's voice was learning, you know, where, what, or who he would speak through, who God would speak through, right? We have already talked about the importance of uh, discernment. Uh, Elijah witnessed many places that God could have spoken, right? God could have shown up at different places. But, but when it came time to receive God's voice and lead his life, Elijah found God in an unfamiliar place, a still, quiet voice. Let's continue reading um, in our scriptures today. It's First Kings chapter 19, starting with verse 11 now. Then he said, go out and stand on the mountain in the Lord's presence. At that moment, the Lord passed by. Uh, a great and mighty wind was tearing at the mountains and was shattering cliffs before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a voice, a soft whisper. You see, maybe, just maybe you haven't heard God yet because you've been searching for him in all the wrong places. Or maybe there are things hindering or distracting you from receiving, right? Maybe... Just maybe it's as simple as scheduling time to be with the Father, much like we schedule time to be with our other friends, right? You know, we're good at that, right? We, we, I know people left and right that schedule everything, you know, and, and then share with me that they don't have time for God. Look at my schedule. Well, why don't you just fit them in your schedule, right? Make it a priority. We, we will schedule things that we want to do and make happen, right? One of the most important lessons we learn during our time in the wilderness is that um, when everything else is gone, we are most ready to receive. When everything else is gone, we are most ready to receive. Think about it like this. Have you ever been out in the forest or you know a wooded area or somewhere just secluded camping and, and you looked up into the night sky? It's overwhelming, right? Because you get to see how many stars are visible when you're outside of the city, away from the glare of other lights and away from the pollution that clouds the atmosphere, right? We get to see how many stars there truly is. See, in other words, sometimes you have to unplug in order to connect, right? We have to unplug from, from our normal life 
as we call it, and get out into a different area, right? And then we can see what is going on. Um, God still speaks and makes himself known in, in many different ways. And once we are able to receive from God, the story of Elijah picks up and teaches us the other key factor to listening well in the wilderness, and that is, what is our response? It's our response. What are, what are we doing in response to what God or how God speaks to us, right? It's so interesting in what Elijah does in response to hearing the Lord's voice in a still, quiet whisper. Look at what verse 13 tells us. He says, when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle, went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? You see, the Bible says Elijah went to where the voice was, right? He said he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. In order to listen well in this instance, what God required of Elijah was action. He needed him to move from where he was, which was in the cave, where it was comfortable. See, it was comfortable because he was hidden. He was hidden from the world because people were after him. And if they couldn't see him, then he felt comfortable, right? And then he had to move to the outside of the cave where it was uncomfortable. And the reason it was uncomfortable is because now he's exposed. And your old queen Jezebel, the nastiest woman that ever lived, okay? You talk about a Karen. She's a Karen, okay? And, and she was nasty, right? And now he's exposed to be able to see to her. In fact, God then tells Elijah, if we were to read on, to go back the same way he came, risking his life on the journey. But the key is this. Elijah had placed his faith and trust in God alone. Elijah had placed his faith and trust in God alone. There will be many seasons when, when God will call us from our current residence uh, of comfort to an uncomfortable place. And then we have to ask ourselves, do you have faith that God is a God who goes with you on the journey he calls you to go on? It's a lot easier to listen to someone you know and trust than someone you don't know, right? We definitely have a hard time listening to strangers, right, compared to somebody we know. Or, you know, even if, if it's somebody we know, but we only hear from them every now and again, right? You know, think of a relative or a friend that you might hear every, you know, every couple of years or, or you know, twice a year or whatever, and they want to give you advice. It's a little harder to listen to them than people that you are close to, right? And so you have to ask yourself, can you trust God? Have you placed your whole faith in him to guide you? And if he calls you to tell you to do something and you're listening, are you ready to respond? One of the beautiful things about gathering together every week for church is the intentional time and space where we can come to connect with God and each other. It's a safe place. It's a place free from distractions. Hopefully, there's always some kind of distraction trying to take place. It's a place where we can tune in together and receive God, right? In the book of Hosea, God says something incredibly important about the wilderness through his prophet. He says, therefore, I am now going to allure her. I will lead her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. Hosea 2, 14. God often calls us into the wilderness to, to speak tenderly to us without all the usual chaos so that we can clearly hear his voice and receive from him. That was the case in Hosea, and it was the case for Elijah. And I believe that is true for us as well. In fact, 
I just want to ask you a serious question at this moment in time to kind of wrap up our, our, our um, podcast today. Where are you with God? Where are you with God? Not where is God at right now? I'm, well, I'm sitting at home and God is with me at home. No, like you personally, your relationship, where are you with God? Do you, do you trust him, right? Do you trust him to know that you have the faith that God is a God who goes with you on the journey he calls you to go on? Or are you scared to step out of your comfort zone because you're not quite sure who God is? Think about it. Amen. This concludes another episode of our Venture Podcast. Uh, it also concludes this episode of talking about how to listen in the wilderness. Join us next week as we wrap up this series called Wilderness, Growing Off the Grid, and we're going to be talking about pain in the wilderness. We'll talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast and Venture Ministries, or you'd like to help support us financially, please visit us at VentureChurch.ch.